been very busy. The, the enemy's been busy. He's been messing, but God is blessing. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're not going to let any of these things trouble us. Acts the 27th chapter and the 19th verse. Amen. And if you will be so kind, I'm going to ask you to stand one more time for the reading of God's word. Amen. Amen. We're going to be, I'm going to begin at the 18th verse. Amen. Are you ready? Amen. And we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. The, and on the third day, we cast out with our hands, our own hands, the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest laid upon us, all hope that we should be saved was taken away. But long after abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, ye should have hearkened unto me, and have not loosed from Crete, and to have gained this harm and loss. Now and now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was told me. You may be seated. Thank God for the word is right. Amen. Saints, get Hebrews 11, because we're going to be teaching out of there. And then I'm going to expound on Acts in a minute. On New Year's night when we was here, amen, and we thank God for many of the young brothers that came out on New Year's night being here this morning. God bless you. Amen. We talked about this year, our theme being faith. One of the most important things in each and every Christian's life. Because the Bible lets us know, now faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's in Hebrews 11 and 1. We need to understand that faith is one of the most single important things we can have in our lives. Because if there's no faith in God, then God cannot do what he already knows and wants to do. See, because where there's no faith, there's fear. Where there's no faith, there's depression. Where there's no faith, there's everything going on that should not be going on. Because when your faith in God is right, then you'll be doing exactly what God has told you to do, setting yourself up to be blessed. Setting yourself up to see the miracles, the healing, 
and the deliverances of God when our faith is in him. Now, in Hebrews, beginning in Hebrews 10, and I'm going to get into 11, when the Bible reads what we need to do, we need to stop reading verses. Read the whole context so that we can understand why something is being said. Amen? With that, today I'm going to give you the topic. I want you to say this with me because when I heard Apostle Morton talking yesterday, I said, Lord, he better shut up. I said, because I don't want him touching on nothing the Lord has, and the Lord kept it just that way. Amen. Say it with me, Lord. I want to go to another dimension. To sum it up, another dimension. I want to go to another dimension. In other words, I don't want to stay where I am. I want to go to another level. I want to go to another peak. I want to go higher. I just don't want to be where I am. And a lot of us have been in one spot too long, and we need to get out of where we are. And a lot of times, the reason why we are where we are is because we're reading the word, but we're not getting an understanding. We're reading certain chapters, we're reading certain verses, but we're not getting the full understanding of the word of God. See, for instance, we'll say, now unto him that can do abundantly, exceeding, exceedingly, above all that we ask or think. Woo! Praise God! Praise God! Ah! Bless the Lord! We're shouting, we're dancing, we're speaking in tongues. But the rest of the verse says, according to the power that worketh in us. But we read that first part and get excited and ready to take off on the plane. But do you have the power that it may work inside of you? See, faith causes things to work in you for the will of God. But a lot of times, because our faith not being to the level it needs to be, we can't go to the next dimension. So we wind up stuck. Because when our faith is not moving us to another dimension, we're stuck. If you don't like stuck, some of us are stagnant. If you don't like stagnant, some of us are trapped. And if you don't like that, then some of us are not changing. Because it's faith that brings the change that we need. And faith works through a process. You're not going to get it just because you said it. Because God may want to take you through some things before he takes you to where you're going. But one of the keys to moving to another level in God is knowing that you must have faith in God. And one of the key things that the enemy will fight you on and for is your faith. 
He does not want me, nor you, nor anybody sitting by you to grow in faith because he knows that if we believe God by faith, he's in trouble. He knows that faith is dangerous. He knows that if he keeps you distracted, he can keep you from growing. If he keeps you going, if he keeps you going through things, you may not get it the way you're supposed to. He knows faith is the one single most important thing that you need in your life to move mountains. Because Jesus said that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou, and believe it, and say, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall believe what he says in his heart, he shall have whatsoever he saith. But how can the mountain be moved if the faith is not there? We're speaking in vain, and the, we're, listen, we're speaking in vain, and the mountain remains. The mountain that's bringing you pain remains without the faith to move it. Because he didn't say push it. He said speak to it. Contrary to popular belief, he didn't say climb it. He said, speak to it. Because if you speak to it, according to your faith, be it done unto you. It's faith that makes your marriage better. It's faith that gives you a better relationship with your children. And more importantly, it's faith that takes us to another dimension in God. Because I don't know about you, I'm ready to go to another dimension in God, into a dimension not seen by the eyes, but seen by faith alone. Because if we're going into another dimension of faith, that's where we get to. I has not seen, neither ears heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men what God has in store for those that love him. But the only way to get there is by faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Mm. Where are you going without faith? Not far. Not far. You'll run and kill yourself. You'll run till you run out of gas. You need faith. You need faith. Pastor, my business is going down. Where is your faith? Pastor, my marriage is failing. Where is your faith? Pastor, my children is on drugs. Where is your faith? Pray for my brother. He's not saved. I I'll pray for him. Where is your faith? Can we touch and agree by faith and conquer the devil? I heard that one can chase a thousand and two can chase ten thousand. A thousand what? Demons. With the faith, we can chase them out of here. But are you ready with your faith to go to war, to go to battle? Because it's faith that goes to battle. Without faith, we're going into war and we're going to have casualties. And you're not going to make it. Oh, look around, tell your neighbor, you got to have faith to make it. Tell them you got to have the faith to make it. Hebrews 10, beginning at verse 35, I want you to listen to the reader, the writer of Hebrews, who I believe is Paul, but the writer remains unknown. I believe is Paul. What do you believe? <laughs> verse 35, 
Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. See, faith is confidently believing God. I have so much confidence in God that once I say it out my mouth, I believe that God's going to bring it to pass. I, I believe God for $100,000 to open the upstairs, and no one's going to change that. From this day forward, I'm not casting away my, I'm putting my confidence in God. Not in your offering and tithes, because it's going to take more than your offering and tithes. I believe God. For the money that we need to fix the upstairs. So now you got to believe God in confidence to fix what you need done. To help you in your growth. Because it takes confidently believing him. Listen, in the storm. When everything in your life is going haywire. When, listen, when all hope that you would be saved seems like it's not there because it's dark. There's no sun, moon, or stars. I can't even see my friends. I can't even see my hand. It's just a mess. That's what Paul, that's what Paul was saying. It's a mess. I've seen no sun, no moon, no stars. It's got so bad, I start taking things out and start throwing it out just so I can save myself. When all hope look lost, have faith in God. It don't look, no, it don't always look good. But you're not supposed to be looking at what it looks like. Because faith sees beyond what it looks like. Faith goes further than where you are because faith, oh, thank you, Jesus. Faith takes you to another dimension beyond sight and sound where you have never been before. Faith is what lets you see what you don't see, hear what you don't hear, and help you do what you didn't thought you can do. That's faith. That's faith. Because it don't always look like we're going to make it. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it, but where is your faith? I, 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 Pastor, I got this sickness, and the doctor has told me I only got a couple of days, a couple of months, a couple of years. Well, walk in faith and watch you pass that couple of years that the doctor done stamped on you. I'm telling you that the Bible says thou shalt live and not die. Where is your faith? Because he's a healer, he's a strengthener, he's a deliverer, he's the lifter of my head, he keeps me, he helps me. Where is your faith? Everything we are not, God is. And he sent Jesus so that we will know that he's going to do everything that we need done in our lives. Don't cast away your confidence. Don't put away your confidence in God. Some of you have more confidence in your friends than you have in God. Some of you have more confidence in your job than you have in God. Where is your confidence? Wherever your confidence is, where your heart is, there is your treasure. 
that's your treasure. Faith needs to be your treasure. Treasure your faith. Don't throw away your confidence. You need it. You need your confidence because your confidence in God is what's going to get you out this mess. Your confidence is what's going to shoot you to the top. Your confidence is going to take you to another dimension in God. A dimension wherein people are going to walk in here and get healed. Wherein people are going to walk in here and receive their miracles. You're going to receive your dead off the deathbed. Oh, because see, the same God who was yesterday, he's still God today, and he'll be God once this earth stops and not going on no more. But then God, being God, is going to exterminate and set the earth on fire and give us back the earth. And let us know, as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. God created the earth forever. It will remain. My God's word has never failed. Whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever he says to you, believe it. Cast not away your confidence. Say confidence. Confidence. Or say, I got to be confident in God. Listen, for ye have need of patience. See, some of us have no patience. (laughs) We live in a microwave society. What used to take us weeks by boat, now we get on a plane and we're there in a couple of hours. We think God works like our microwave thinking. Turkey dinner, turkey dinner on Thanksgiving used to take five and six hours. Now we put a turkey in a microwave and we eat it in two hours. We No, the world has caused us to have a microwave mentality. God, you got to do this now. And we we pushing God as though we can push him. As though we can tell God when to do it. Why? Most of us have lost our, most of us don't even understand what patience is. Why? We haven't been using it. We haven't been walking in it. Because we think everything's supposed to come to us when we say so. God don't work on your time. God is in eternity. God only deals with time because his people are in time. And he deals with time till time is up. So use your time wisely. That's why the Bible said redeeming the time. What it means redeem the time, use it wisely. Don't waste time. If you waste time, time going to waste you. Use it wisely. That's why you write out an agenda in the morning. Because if you don't, you're not going to get things done. But through patience... We get everything we, we supposed to have from God, right? For ye have need of patience that after ye have done, oh, Lord, after ye have done the will of God. While I'm being patient, I'm doing God's will. I'm not like a little child throwing a tantrum. Throwing a tantrum who's going to go and kick up my feet on the floor because God didn't do it when I wanted it. Oh, some of y'all know y'all done been found in this place. <laughs> Call yourself mad with God. I ain't coming to church. <laughs> like you giving God back. I ain't paying my tithes. I ain't giving no offerings. As a matter of fact, I, ain't, I don't want to deal with church folks. And some of us think literally we hurting God. And guess what? You ain't hurting nobody but you. 
Thy food. No, listen. <laughs> Fool is somebody doing something stupid thinking he's doing right. You have justified your own self in your mind that this is good. And then you're going to look at God like, mm, I got you back. Don't you know God don't need your money? Don't you know you can't hurt God? <laughs> don't you know when you do that, you only hurting yourself? Don't let your mind fool you. Don't let your mind speak to you and tell you what to do. You better, you better walk by faith. You better be and be patient while you continue in the will of God. See, because most of us, when we don't get what we want, listen, we walk right out of the will of God. Amen. Oh, you better hear it. The word, is the, it's the word. When we don't get what we want, we walk right out the will of God. Oh, God didn't give me that woman. God didn't give me that husband. Well, I guess I'll go back out here and fornicate. My wife won't do right. She ain't treat me right. I'm going to go back out here and commit to adultery. The devil's a liar. The devil is a liar. How can you do that? While you're being patient, continue in the will of God. Do what God has called you to do. Do what the word said you should do. Say it with me. I'm going to stay in the will of God. Say it with me. The only way to get what God has is to be patient after I do his will. Listen, for ye have neither patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive, look, the promise. The promise of what? The promise of the Holy Spirit. The promise of strength. The promise of empowerment. The, the keeping power of God. Listen, for yet, listen, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come. He that shall come will come. In other words, what? Jesus is on his way back. While you know he's coming back, keep doing the will of God. Because some of us, I'm afraid, have stopped doing the will of God. But we don't know that Jesus is on his way back. The devil has taken out of our mind that he has delayed his coming. But again, the devil lies. God is coming back, and he's coming back for people that are doing his will, confidently waiting, and that are patient on him. Amen. Listen, he's coming back. He is coming back. Listen, for yet a little while. Now listen, this was written some almost 2,000 years ago, but back then he said, yet a little while. See, we got little while mixed up again with our time. Well, that's been God, that took a long time. Because we try to mix eternity with our time, you can't do it. The two can't go together. The two can't be together. I told you once before how the same Gabriel who spoke to Daniel in the Old Testament came in the New Testament and brought a message to Joseph and Mary, but that was some 500 years later. But the same angel brought a message to them. Oh, say God don't work with your time. He work in his time. Listen, and will not tarry. Now the just now the just 
shall live by faith. If God has justified you by the blood of Jesus, washed you by the blood of the Lamb, you believed on him and received his blessing, received the Holy Spirit, the just shall live by faith. We can't live by anything else. You can't live by the news report. You can't live by your own thoughts. Your thoughts are going to get you messed up. Your thoughts are going to get you off track because God said, your thoughts are not my thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. Stop trying to think of God as you. Stop trying to think of God as a man. He's not a man. He will not repent. He does not lie. Whatever he says, he's going to do. So now the just shall live by faith. How do we live by faith? On everything God says, we put our faith in it and we stay there and we trust in it. Why? For yet a little while, he that shall come will come. And listen, and he shall not tarry. He's not tarrying. See, and we thinking, oh, it's been a long time now. All the fathers done fell asleep. Let me tell you something. Jesus is coming back. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what the world says. They say my Jesus was a good man. He was a good prophet, but he was not the savior of the world. I come to let you know that they don't know what they're talking about. This Jesus is the most controversial figure of all history. And if they, if they, whether they hate him or love him, the one thing they can't do is disregard him because he changed the world. He changed the world with his word and he wants his people to walk in faith. The earth will never be the same. Never, ever. That's why, church, we got to go to another dimension. We got to go higher in God. We can't, we can't be people that live one thing when we come to church, but when we get out to church, we're a totally different person. We can't act. You can't act one way here and then get outside and you're going in the corner and you're smoking and you're drinking and you're living and you're living with people that's not your husband or wife or you're doing whatever you want to do outside of the will of God. No, God does not agree with homosexuality. God does not agree with fornication. God does not agree with adultery. And if you're in these things, you've been born this way it's okay you can be born again because Jesus shed his blood for you to be delivered and delivered you will be if you believe and put your faith in God I'm not going to compromise I'm not going to sugarcoat it I'm going to say it the way God said it believe on Jesus Christ and ye shall be saved I'm not compromising for nobody I've been brought too far. I've been brought from a long way. And I come to let you know, Jesus is the only way. There is no other way. There is no other way. Jesus is the only way. I don't care what the world says. I don't care what the news report says. My Bible tells me that the word of God is quick, meaning it's alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Let the world say what they want to. Let them believe what they want to. We are not of this world. This world is a different kingdom. I belong to the kingdom of God. And if I'm of the kingdom of God, I need to act like a kingdom citizen. And I need to walk in faith in God and know that what God says, he's going to do. He said he's going to heal me, I'm healed. He said he's going to deliver me, I'm delivered. 
We walk by faith and not by sight. Now the just shall live. Listen to that. Live. Do you hear that? Live. That means put your everything into it. That means your very life depends on your faith. And the just shall live. Not just walk, live. Woo! I'm just seeing this. That's powerful. That don't mean just a second. For, you don't get faith just for a second, a moment. No, you live in it. You're walking it. You're talking it. You do things in it. Everything that has to do with faith, stay right there. Live by faith. Live by. That means everything I do, I do in faith. I'm coming to church in faith. I'm paying my tithes in faith. I'm working on my job by faith. I, I live by faith. I might not totally understand all that Jesus did, but I know that the Bible said the just shall live by faith, so I'll live by faith until I understand it. Until then, Jesus died. Until then, Jesus rose from the dead. Until then, he's coming back. The just. The just. The just shall live by faith. Not just for the moment because you need some money. Not just for the moment because you lost your job. The just shall live. We done got too used to moments. Oh, well, I, I got to trust God now that, what? Oh, I, I got to believe God. Oh, you just believe in him? You have faith in him when it looks good. You have faith in him when it looks bad. You have faith in him when it's a mess. Get a, get, have faith in him when it's clean. Have faith in him even when it looks like everything's going well. Have faith in God. For the just shall live by one of the saddest things that God said about Israel in the Old Testament, and you know, I want you to know something, that faith is definitely a New Testament theology. Why? Because in the Old Testament, it only mentions faith twice. And the one time it mentions faith with Israel, God said to Moses, they are a people in whom there is no faith. That's what God said. How? How did this happen? Why? Because they refused to believe God. Saw the Red Sea. Saw what happened at Jordan. Saw quails fall from the sky. Saw the Red Sea open up. Saw water come from that. Water from a rock would have been enough for me. I'm serious, man. <laughs> that would have been, I'd been like, I'm so, <laughs> I'm done. That's all he had to do. Once that water came from a hard place, so you got to hear it. Water's not supposed to come from a rock, but God, is there anything too hard for God? And the just shall live by faith. There's nothing too hard for him. 
Just believe him by faith. We're going to do this in faith. We're going to walk by faith. We're going to talk by faith. Let your words line up. Let your thoughts line up. Let what you hear line up and say, I live by faith in God and nothing else. The just shall live by faith. Hmm. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back my soul, have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition. In other words, unto destruction. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith. <laughs> you didn't see it, y'all. Y'all see it yet? You, you see it? You see it yet? You, you didn't see it. Paul say, Paul is saying, I just established why it's important. So the reason why he's saying now is not really for as we think present tense, but he's saying, I'm establishing why faith is important. Don't cast away your confidence because yet a little while, he that said he's coming, he's coming. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. In other words, I don't see Jesus in the sky now, but one day, when the world thinks not, when the world is wondering where is he coming, you're going to be changed, I'm going to be changed, if you believe in Jesus Christ, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. And the dead shall raise up. God from Zion. Now the just shall live by faith. Now faith. Because the point, listen, what Paul is saying when he says now faith, he's saying this, I'm, I have already established the importance of faith. Your confidence, your patience, and your waiting. These three things establish what I'm talking about. So let me bring this out. Now, faith. You understand it now? Because these things tells you what faith is all about. Wait on God. Be patient on God. Be confident till it come to pass. Why? Now, faith. is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things you cannot see. Faith is another eye. Faith is your sixth sense. It's what you cannot see that's important. For the things that you see are temporal, but the things that you can't see are eternal. Angels, eternal. Heaven, eternal. Hell, woo, eternal. Oh, but most of all, Jesus Christ that died for me and set me free from sin, he is eternal. And he's the God-man that came down to free me from destruction. Led me from darkness into light. From a mess to a miracle. And now I'm saved by grace through, through faith. So nothing I do is without faith. Whatever is done outside of faith, Paul told us in Romans, is sin. 
Anything outside of faith is sin. That's how important this faith is. This is why I got to grow in faith. Oh, say it with me. I got to grow in faith. Say it again. I got to grow in faith. You're taking notes. Write it down. I got to grow in faith. I got to grow in faith. I got to grow in my confidence. My confidence is not where it needs to be. I need to come up in my confidence. I believe God for certain things, but not for everything. When the Bible tells me, and the just shall live. Stop believing God for just a job. Stop believing God for just the unemployment check. See, most of us just want to believe God for what we want to believe God. And the other things we say we'll do. And the just shall live. God, I depend on you for whatever's going to happen. God, I trust you for what I need. God, I don't care how small it is. Let God know, God, I put my faith in you. Oh, because the times are coming and you heard, you heard parts of it last night. The times are coming when the government is going to take more control because whether you know it or not, we're moving into a socialistic system. And in a socialistic system, the world has the power. The government takes the power. Oh, but thanks be unto God, I am not in the government of this world because my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is with God. I put my faith in God and because of that I'm from a different city I'm from another country I'm really an alien walking on earth because this world is not my home this government is not my God I serve one Lord one faith one baptism and that's God and God alone he is my keeper he is my shade he is my provider he is my sustainer. He is my maintainer. It's God and no one else. For when all of you walk out, when all of you fail me, it was the same one who kept me, God. Don't put your faith in, don't put your faith and trust in man. Don't put your faith and trust in no husband, faith and trust in a boyfriend or girlfriend. What's wrong with you? Don't you know the very breath in your body came from God? Don't you know if God took that breath, you shall be no more? Because when death comes, death takes you out. But I'm so grateful to God that death has no sting, that grave has the grave has no victory, for Christ has taken the victory from the grave and the sting out of death. So I'm not afraid of death. Give me your best. Because after this, there's resurrection. After this, there's glory. After this, there's perfection. After this, there's excellence. Now I see in part, but then I will see even there, and I will know as I am known. I will know eternity because I will be in it. I can't fear death. You can't walk in fear. The just must live by faith. Even when faced with death, I walk by faith. I walk by faith. I live by faith. I'm going to talk by faith. I'm going to even think in faith. When I'm renewed in my mind, I think in the word. The word tells me how I should think. See, that's what the word tells you. It tells you to think like God. 
The word says, think what God thinks. Say what God says. Do what God would do. That's why he sent Jesus to be our example. So that in following him, there wouldn't be no mistakes. We wouldn't error. Because when we follow somebody who's perfect, we're mocking him to be like him. Mm. All say, now the just shall live by faith. Say, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's my conviction. It's my all-out belief. You got to say, I'm ready to die with it. I'm ready to die for it. No matter what comes, what goes, my faith stands. I will die in this confidence. Ooh. You want to see somebody who's blessed? See somebody who don't care whether they live or die. Because the best thing that ever happened to a Christian is not, is not having to be afraid of death. Because death was always at our back door. Oh, but thank God for Jesus. Death has lost its power. Death is powerless. And God has given me power over death. Now I can speak to death and make death behave by faith. Ah, See, that's why I like Paul. That's why the Lord led me to Acts 27. Because Paul was in a predicament where in life he didn't know whether he was going to live or die. But see, Paul was ready to walk out of the natural into the unnatural. Paul was ready to walk out of everything that the mind told him was. No sun, no moon, no stars. It looks like a hopeless position. But an angel that came from another dimension and came down into Paul's space and invaded his space and told Paul, I'm going to take you to another dimension. And all you got to do to get there is believe God. And Paul began to speak. He said, listen, you should not have moved when I told you you shouldn't have moved. But it's all right. For an angel from God came down and spoke to me. See, God has sent the angel of this house to tell you, whatever you believe, speak it out your mouth. Say it loud. Let the devil know. I don't care what you tell me. My God is good. My God is awesome. My God is great. And no matter what you say, I'm coming out this mess. I'm walking out the natural to the supernatural. I'm walking out the limited to the unlimited. I'm coming out of this. And Paul said, you should not have left. But nevertheless, the, the angel from another dimension came down in my place. And spoke to me and said, be of good cheer, Saul, Paul. For God has given you all that is with you. You believe that? The people were saved 
Why? Because a Christian was in the place. The people were saved because one of God's children was on the ship. And he said, sirs, be of good cheer because the angel tell me I shall be saved. Therefore, I'm a fool. Call me crazy. Call me out of my mind. But I believe God. No matter what it looks like. No matter what they said. They done talked about me. They done scandalized my name. They said I'll never be nothing. They called me stupid. But I believe God. No, it don't look good. No, it don't feel good. No, it don't taste good. I messed up. But I believe God. I don't see the light. I don't see any way out of this. I'm turning around. I'm going in circles. But I. There's one thing I won't let go of. That is my God has never failed. He's never left me. He's never forsaken me. He said he'll be there. Sick in my body, I believe God. I got a disease I can't get rid of, I believe God. Somebody's dying, I believe God. Forget all I had on my mind before. I'm at a point now, I believe God. I don't even believe myself no more. I don't even believe me because I done lied to me too many times. I made myself believe myself and went foul. I believe God. Therefore, I'm going to another dimension because when Jesus died, he rose from the dead. He went to another dimension. He went to heaven. He went to another dimension. He's coming back and he's taking us to another dimension. It's all about dimension, but who's in control? God's in control of the dimensions. Therefore, I'm going to another dimension. Not because you said so, because God says so. Why? I believe God. Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet and give God some praise. Give him the glory. Give him the praise. Give him the praise. I'm going to another dimension in my marriage. I'm going to another dimension in my relationship. I'm going to another dimension with my children. I'm going to another dimension in my life. And the just shall live by faith. Praise him. Give him praise. Give glory unto God. Give glory unto God. The devil don't want you to get there. 
But I want you to know that we're going to get there. We're going to get there because I got a few who believe God. And that's all I need. The rest of you can go. But those that believe God, stand with me and give God praise. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I'm going to another dimension. I can't stay here. I refuse to be stuck. I refuse to be stagnant. I refuse to be trapped. I won't be trapped by my own thinking. I believe God. Therefore, Lord, take me to another dimension. Take me into the faith dimension where I can see what they told me couldn't happen. Where I can see what they told me would never be done. Where I can see what no one else but me can see. Because on that ship, Paul was with many people, but no one seen that angel but Paul. He came explicitly and in particularly to Paul alone. And God is ready to take you into a dimension where no one else can come into. And he wants to speak to you and you alone. <clears throat> he wants to get you by yourself. And he can do it in a room full of people. But he can focus and shine down on you. And he can take you into a place where no one else can go. Not even your spouse. Not your children. Because he wants to tell you what great things he has for you in the next dimension. He wants, to, he wants you to let him invade your space, your time. He wants you to give him your agenda. And don't fit him in, let him be in. Don't fit him in. Don't ever find yourself trying to make, trying to fit time for God. Set a time and keep it there. God, this belongs to you. Come hell or high water. God, this is your time. That's the problem. We're trying to fit God in. That's why you're not going to another dimension. First of all, you need faith to get there. You need faith to get there. Every hand raised. Every hand raised. Every eye closed right now. The enemy has kept you in a train of thought. This is why you're not going any higher than where you are. But I declare this day, from this day forward, a renewing of your mind with the word of God that's going to wash away evil thoughts. That's going to wash away thoughts that's not of God. And what you are going to do, you're going to replace your thoughts with God's word. 
and you're going to believe what God says regardless of what you think of it. You're going to believe it because yet a little while, him that shall come will come and he shall not tarry. But if any one of you draw back, my soul takes no pleasure in you. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And just as the angel told him, the ship was destroyed. But everybody on that ship, including those heathens and atheists, was saved. Not because of them, but because of the child of God who stood for God. God is able to save you the same way. He's able to save you the same way. He's able to deliver you. You can come out of it. You can come out of it. You were not, never meant to be stuck or stagnant or trapped. You were never meant to feel hopeless. God sent his son so that hopelessness would not even be a part of the equation. And in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, be delivered, be healed, be set free in the name of Jesus. Now just take this moment to meditate. Take this moment to meditate. Take this time to make a commitment to grow in faith, to grow in your faith, to stand on the word of God. Make a lifetime commitment. Remember, now the just shall live by faith. Meditate on it. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Remember, it takes faith to walk in victory. In the name of Jesus, walk in victory. You are dismissed in Jesus' name. You have been listening to Pastor Troy V. Ingram of Mount Olive House of Prayer. We are located at 141 Bower Street in Jersey City, New Jersey. You can find out more information about Mount Olive at our website, www.mountolivehop.org. That's mtolivehop.org. Thank you for listening, and may God truly bless you. Thy compassions, they fail.